Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives Podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of The Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Jerry Carabin. And I'm Julianne Gadziella. <laughs> yes, we Yay. have Julianne back. Yay, again. Julianne's been with us before. And today she is coming on to be a guest wife. So we're just going to really be chatting um, <laughs> today and just sharing kind of where we are with things and um, maybe some tips that we can give you all along your journey. Um, really kind of what comes up. We're, we're kind of si- almost like sitting around in the living room, having a cup of coffee together. So and I, I refer to it as, and I can say this because I put an E on it. We're just going to sit here and shoot the shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, we always enjoy doing, right? Yeah, for sure. So um, let's just start kind of where everybody is. I mean, Julian hasn't been on in a little bit um, and we haven't really talked at the three of us kind of where we are um, in a long while. Um, and so I thought that might be helpful too, just to say kind of where we are on our journey, because we are all evolving, right? Um, and we kind of go with the flow. So I don't know, Jerry, do you want to start? Or? Yeah, I have been busy, busy, busy lately um, and um, loving it. I did a um, summit with a, um, was Tammy on our podcast ever? Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. So if you go to the Psychic Wives dot com you'll see our guest page julianne's on there a bunch of other people are on there um but i did a, a summit recently with tammy master birdie she's on there she wrote a book uh we had her on talking about that um and it was so much fun uh because it it uh, she did like a little mini interview and then um just i did live readings for like an hour and a half um and it's a really cool thing she does this elevated existence summit every uh, year. Um, so next year around, uh, January, February, look for it. Cause it goes for like three months and she's got a ton of guests on there and you get, um, you know, you get a chance to get live readings like every week and then you get discounts on a whole bunch of stuff. So been busy, busy, busy with that. And, and it's just been a lot of fun because, um, I offered a half hour reading of whatever you want. So when somebody books, we get on the phone, I have like four today when we're done here and you get on the phone and I just say, what do you want? You know what I mean? And sometimes it's, you know, I want an animal reading and sometimes it's, um, I want an intuitive reading and sometimes, Hey, can you connect with my grandma? Um, who's, who's in spirit. Um, and sometimes it's like a combination of all. So I'm really having a good time kind of just flying by the seat of my pants with all that. We're just like, whatever, you know, but it's been, a, it's kind of been a, a really fun experience. I've also been doing some um, past life regression uh, sessions. Um, Kathy and I had done years ago, I don't know, four or five years ago. I don't remember. Had I'm gone not. up to, yeah, had gone up to the Omega Institute in New York and mm-hmm. done um, training with Dr. Brian Weiss, which was super cool. Um, so I've been having more and more, um, fun with that. I've been doing it over the phone, but I think I'm going to start doing it over Zoom um, mm-hmm. because I had a really good conversation with somebody about how um, how much more beneficial um, that can be. Um, so yeah, um, busy, busy, and um, really uh, kind of enjoying going here and here and here and here and here, like a little bit of, of everything. So that's been um, really Can you just um, take one minute, Jerry? Um, because you you know at the beginning we have introduced ourselves when we when we first started and we were all doing animal communication and we were reaching out in different ways and so our businesses over the last even three years has kind of changed direction. So now, um, just quickly, like what services do you offer? Okay, animal communication, um, uh, um, psychic mediumship. Yes, I call it psychic mediumship for a reason, because sometimes it's coming in psychically, sometimes it's coming in 
mediumistically, and I don't even know if that's a word, but I use that word. Um, so psychic mediumship, I do psychic intuitive, uh, kind of like it, uh, life coaching, you know, somebody will come in and, you know, Hey, you know, I've, I've got this issue, uh, you know, and we'll, I'll intuitively or psychically help them work, work through that. And then I do the past life regression, um, uh, sessions, uh, which are, which are really super cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So, um, who's next? Yeah. Well, I, I want to ask Kathy because Kathy um, has gone in a different direction as well, still has the core business, but because of, um, you know, some of the classes that she has taken, right, and some of uh, some of the leanings have really sent you in a different direction than when we first started, even though yeah. you knew that was going to be, but I mean, it's really kind of yeah. fantasies behind it. So I'm still doing animal communication and, and intuitive life coaching, um, dabbling a little in equine coaching uh so using my horse in the coaching process in the intuitive coaching process because horses are just such awesome healers um i've been very quiet lately uh i've had my own stuff going on with my mental emotional health and uh did a did a psilocybin journey earlier this year that really kind of forced me to take some downtime after to process and and integrate the journey and um, I'm coming out of it and on the other side and feeling great. And it's so interesting how the universe works where my readings have picked up again. So yep. it feels good to be back and, and doing readings. Um, and, you know, if the mud ever goes away, I may or <laughs> another uh, workshop with the horse. Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, and Julianne, you have a, a lot more experience, right? A lot more years, but, Oh, I see a cattail. <laughs> um, that's a kitten tail a kitten tail um we love cats um so but you have a wide breadth of things and a lot of teaching which is awesome because i've taken classes yeah. with you learned a lot from you so um i guess maybe if you start with what the different things are you do and then maybe just same kind of same thing you how you have morphed some over the last few years, because that's part of the journey. That is the journey, right? It is a morphing. Yeah. You know, it is the journey. Uh, for me, I had run a metaphysical center for nine years, you know, brick and mortar, and uh, did in-person readings and had so much fun. Ginger was part of that fun. Yeah. You know, and I, after COVID, when I went into the cloud, and it became a whole different journey with learning about Zoom and it became a worldwide reach. And um, I since sold that entity and was sort of starting over. And I'm like, I just wanna see what I'm gonna do with me. You know, everybody has that point. I think sometimes where you just sort of do a recalculation, a reset, you know, is my practice going where I wanna be? You know, am I doing? And I love the teaching aspect. Mm -hmm. And I started doing more, I work with, um, psychic development, mediumship channeling. I do a lot of work with spiritual business building with people. And um, I am now I'm at a point where I hope holding mentorships. I have two of them starting in June, one for channeling development, six month mentorship, and another one for psychic development where there's a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm also in the process of launching my new company, my new business, which is undermyspiritualwing.com. Ooh. that I'm going to group all my classes and all my education under and guide people to some other teachers and classes. And it's really just about a platform for learning. So I'm having fun learning about, you know, starting fresh, yeah. uh, doing some of that. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have changed. Um, I mean, when we started this, I was primarily, you know, doing a lot of animal communication. I still am. That's kind of my, my core. Um, but as you get into this kind of work and you, you it, that the work itself morphs. So then I started working with people. We, you know, same thing, doing intuitive coaching and whatnot. And then people started to pop up in my animal communication, communication readings. And so I have moved on to the, um, the mediumship path, which has been awesome, um, yeah. as well. And recently, well, the last couple of years been teaching. Um, and this last, I just did a class this weekend and I rewrote from scratch the course. Um, and it went over, I, I was so thrilled by the end awesome. of the second day 
I, I can't even tell. I felt like I was high. <laughs> I felt awesome. out of there. I just had a ball. And so I am going to be looking at uh, doing more teaching um, as well, because I just love when you just see that light go on for somebody like, oh, I get it. I I understand it. And uh, so that's been great for me. And the podcast, we're still, you know, we're three years in, over three years in. Isn't that a wonderful feeling, though, when you rewrite? Yes. I did that recently with one of my my channeling. And I'm like, I could do this same material. I have it written, but I want to make a splash. And I'll tell you, Ginger, one of the things that's been helpful with that is ChatGBT. Yes. So yes. I'm teaching a class, uh, ChatGBT for practitioners with Renee. I'm in that. I signed up. Yeah, it's yeah. great about how this uh, AI technology can help us present ourselves sometimes in a different way, give different ideas, and it's cutting edge. It's really an exciting time. Yes. You know, it, if people are feeling like they're a little... Um, well, it's not even being stale. I think sometimes we just want to change. You want to say something different, but you look at it for me and the same words come out. I'm like, well, this is how I say it. Right. And if I can put it in this this mix and have this assistant go, oh, but you could say it this way. Did you think about that? And it's like, oh. Right. And then right. it gets me thinking in a new direction. That's and it what gets I, exactly what I found. Writing in a new direction. And yeah. then it can help me form my words, but it it like wakes me up to say, Oh, you know, I never, I really should think about it in this way. And you probably have the same experience with your class when you start reawakening. I was talking to somebody who has done some teaching (laughs) um, and she said, that's, that's real teaching when it is coming from you, you're not taking necessarily somebody else's material or, you know, somebody else's outline or that kind of thing. And although the class was mine, um, you know, it, it really was kind of more standard outline of how I learned. Um, and when I really sat down to try to redo everything, I thought, well, I learned it that way, but that's not how I'm doing it. Exactly. Um, I'm glad you said that because, um, so we've all kind of grown and added and moved in different directions and stuff like that. But we've also within our actual sessions or readings with people like are doing it, we may be doing it completely differently um than how we were taught it's morphed into um like our own way like sort of like what i was saying before when somebody gets on the forum like what are we doing today right Uh, you know what i mean and i think that's been a really cool thing for me because i'm just um i think it's almost making me more open because i'm not coming in saying okay i'm doing an an animal reading i'm coming in like okay everybody here let's go do you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing today? So yeah, just What's the, in the best and highest good for this person. Exactly. What is the, the greatest and highest good? And I think we've all um, run into that where um, like I've gotten someone, you know, I don't really know what I want. And I'm like, oh, I do. Like all of a sudden, like, oh, here we go. You know, I'm pushed in a direction. Um, and, and some people are super cool. I have returning clients like that, that they're like, you know, you tell me. Right. I'm like, okay, hold on, you know, and, it, right. and and I think I just, I love that. So even within our sessions, we've all, ooh. Well, and I like that the fact, especially when you build a network, like we're doing here, right? Um, that somebody can say something and you think, oh my, I never, I never thought of it that yeah. way. And Julian, you did this for me. And I know this will sound small, but it really was a big thing for me at the time. I, um, I, I was late to Julian's first class because I was at the wrong location. So when I came in, everybody was already doing their intuitive thing. So I literally sat down and like three minutes later, it was my turn. (laughs) There was no time. And I didn't know anybody in the room. Um, They weren't, you know, kind of the people that I networked with. And so, and Julian made it very, um, very safe, a very, you know, safe and fun and, and whatever. So I was able to jump in. So sort of towards the end of that class, um, she said, you know, Ginger could do an animal communication reading, you know, who has pictures? And I said, oh, I, I don't read from pictures. And I remember you saying, how, what do you mean you don't read from pictures? I'm like, I don't know. That's how I learned. And she said, well, you can read from pictures. And I and I was like <laughs> completely frozen. And she said, you're psychic. You can read. <laughs> and so I never looked at a picture before. So I did. I got up, um, I saw a picture and did a quick reading and it all went and I sat down and I was kind of laughing to myself thinking of course I can do it but it just didn't occur Uh, to me because I had learned 
a certain way. So that yeah. one thing um, just sort of really opened up for me to say there's tons of different ways I need to find my own way and not be so um, regimented to what other people tell me. And I tell my clients that too, if you're going to study with somebody and they're telling you, no, you need to do it this way. Don't study. Yeah. With them. <laughs> they well, should- you bring in mediumship, Ginger, I've had that same experience where yeah. I go to, a, I create a room because I went to Arthur Finley, like um, others have and in England. So I created a tea room in my mind mm-hmm. And I sit down when I do mediumship, I first say, tell people I go to this tea room and and rather than sitting and seeing who jumps in, I said, I always anchor from, we invite someone in and they're going to have tea with me. Mm -hmm. Who would you like me to invite in? Mm -hmm. And so from the, and sometimes they push the tea off the table and they wanted a scotch. (laughs) (laughs) But that is totally against everything I was taught. Right. That you don't specifically ask for one person. Right, go directly. But I'm saying, who would you like me? And I said, I'll tell everybody this isn't about favorites. They're here. They're hearing it. But what? who can anchor us? And, the, and right. they immediately come in. Right. Mm-hmm. But that is against all the right. spiritualist mediumship training I had. Yes. Yeah. So to your point, we adapt. We adapt and we find out how it works for us. And when I'm teaching animal communication, one thing we didn't used to do was spend a lot of time on how you work. It was like giving examples of, hey, you can try this and you can try this. And I really, through my um, animal communication classes, tell them, you're not wrong. You're just trying to figure out how your intuition works. And sometimes it comes in a symbol and maybe your understanding of the symbol isn't right now, but as you continue and you keep seeing that same symbol or that same feeling or whatever come up, that's how you get it. Now I could see the same thing. doesn't mean the same thing to me. So don't measure yourself that way or. Yeah. um, I think that's when, when everybody really kind of takes off because it's almost like when we're starting to take a class from somebody or whatever, I know I can be very like, okay, you know, what's step one? Yes, you know what I mean we've talked about this before but then once you you it's almost like you give yourself permission to not do it exactly the way somebody did it and then it's like oh you know it like you're you're like totally free when you when you realize that that you don't have to I tell people all the time that you know yeah go take classes go take classes go take classes and just keep adding to your toolbox but no, exactly what you said. I don't have to go and do it the exact ginger way. That's right. my starting point. That's my, and and now, you know, this piece that she gave me doesn't quite work right for me. You, you know right. what I mean? I also had a bunch of um, uh, sessions last week that, and people were like, hey, I want to start um, growing my intuition and I want to, um, but they were, a lot of people were stuck on, oh no, I'm, I'm clairvoyant. Right. <laughs> just only clairvoyant, you know, like this. And I said, well, don't do yourself a disservice and, and, and recognize at least at, at first um, you're getting it the way you're, you're best able to get it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we all receive it in, in different ways. We've talked about this a million times about the hearing. I do not hear words. I do not hear words, but I see them yeah. because I'm a writer. So that's logical to me. I see words and I might see like bold all caps or I might see little. And so that that adds to the information. And so when I tell people that they're like, oh, my God. And I said, so don't 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 just pigeonhole yourself in in one way, you know, set an intention before and say, um, give it to me the best way possible or whatever, you know? Right. Um, and, and you might realize that you're moving in a different direction or opening up even more. Well, you know, it was really interesting. Um, this past weekend, I had two, two students that were deaf and I've not ever taught that way. And so we had interpreters. Um, and as we are sharing information, I had this thought, huh, do they hear, do they see words? Oh, wow. What's the difference? And so I was very comfortable and they were, you know, there was no, um, you know, whatever. Um, And it was so interesting because one of the women said, um, I hear music. And she said, I know that sounds funny because I don't hear. Um, But I know that there's 
music and I know I'm hearing it. I can't, I can't describe it in a different way. And then she said, I can feel music. If somebody plays it loud enough, I can feel. So I understand like the flow of music. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, it, it was so That's interesting. That's a really great question. Like I yeah. never I didn't even think of that until you said it. Yeah. And were um, these people, were the, were, I don't men, women? I had one, one man and one woman. Yeah. Were, were they, have they been deaf since birth? Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Interesting. And it was so funny because um, you know how we do the, the exercises about reading the animals and whatnot, and sometimes reading an animal that you don't know what it is and how much fun, yeah. you know, that can be. Uh, <laughs> how they, much and, fun. <laughs> I know. I think it's fun. Um, and so at, at the end, that was sort of towards the end of the second day, um, the interpreters, when I was coming around to show them who they had read, the interpreters were like, come over here, come over here. And then one goes, oh, I think I got that. You know, they were kind of really getting into it. So, <laughs> That's it's awesome. really fun. And to the same point, like you, you really just have to be open and allow yourself to see things differently to expand and grow. I mean, yeah. And you, you can't, you, yeah, you can it, a part of that openness. And I talk about this all the time. We say this a lot probably is, um, you know, I, sometimes when you're teaching, somebody will be like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I always yes. say, stop that. Stop trying. Do you know what I mean? Because when we're trying, we're more in the I'm trying to do it the exact way that you're that I'm supposed to do it. When we're allowing, it happens the way it's supposed to happen. Do you know? Well, what I mean? it's just so interesting. I mean, I had a student, and she said, "I see a lot in colors." We had this whole discussion about colors, and I said, "I don't. I see a picture, and I can tell you how green the grass is, but it doesn't mean anything to me. It's grass. You know what I mean?" So she said, "No, I can see. Like uh, I see this. She was doing a reading on a cat. I see this cat, and I see pink around the cat. And so to me, pink is blah blah. And we had a whole discussion yeah. about. Okay, so pink is this to you, but it might not be just to somebody else. Yes. Yeah. So then I all of a sudden it popped in my head. I said, "Well, does the is does pink mean the same thing to the cat?" And she was like, I don't know. Uh, and I right. said, well, next time you see a color, ask the cat. This is pink to me means this. Is that what you're trying to contain? She said, I never thought of that. Of course, I never thought of that because I don't see that way. Yeah. So, you know, sharing information. Julian, you must find this all the time because you've done so much teaching. It must be so fun to. to well, it is. And I find like anything else, some people are more inclined that way. Some yeah. people they just, they always see the colors and then yeah. people feel like shortchanged that they don't. Right. You know, yeah. it's all about us. And the same thing with I'm clairvoyant, clairsentient, yeah. you know, oh, I wish I could we, do it that way, you know, just be grateful for the way you do it. And right. that you will open up your teaching to have an interpreter there. That's beautiful. Was that an in-person class? In person. Yeah. I have a client to send you. If you do another one and you have an interpreter, she would yeah. love you. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I think that the more we start opening up now to different clairs, to different sensing, to different way of teaching, whether AI sparks something for you, whether it's, I'll tell you what's changing for me. I am um, looking forward tomorrow to having an organizer come and organize my office slash bedroom, hint, hint. You know, I have a three-bedroom <laughs> three house. You think I could go work in another room, but the energy and and the sun and the feng shui and everything is in this one particular corner. Much of my bedroom is big enough, but it's not working for me in the closets. Blah, 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 blah. And I have gone for a facial to this woman I love. I go to her every month and she has this tiny cluttered nightmare of an office and I love her. Well, don't <laughs> you know that she hired this organizer? I walked in, it was like, woo! <laughs> So it's like, this is a total spa and it's a small room, yep. but the organizer had organized her. It's um, the neat and tidy space. This ah. um, is the name of the woman who runs it. And I believe they're in Salem, New Hampshire. So uh, she had come in, done an initial, and she came back with all the little bins, everything labeled, reorganized, wow. took her wall to wall floor up in her office, put a throw row. And it was like, it changed the facial. All of a sudden it became like a, a Zen facial. And you can oh, feel yeah. that. You can oh, feel yeah. that. I told her, I said, this is so different. Yeah. You know, and so she's coming tomorrow. I'm so excited. So when I get off of here, I have to rip all the stuff I need to get rid of. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So do you have to do a bunch take... of work first before she comes in? 
Yeah, or you can pay, uh, or you, you can pay yeah. twice as much She'll time, and they'll do it yes. for you. And I'm like, no, so Julianne, said, take before and after pictures. Yeah, yeah. I would okay. love to see it. I, I will. She took some it. before, and she doesn't let you clean before she comes the first time. She's like, okay. I need to see what you're working in. Right. Yeah. Okay. But to the point of this being important to me, I think that for everybody, when we look at the space around us. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a, a professional reader or healer, the space you're working in, but even with your family, if you've got cross communication and you're finding like, you know, this is always the cross communication always goes on in the living room or it's yeah. always here or it's always there. If you take a minute and say, I'm going to change this energy up, I may not hire neat and tidy space. I can figure this out myself. And in the traditional Feng Shui way, you move everything around. Yep. You change what you, you open the silverware drawer and you put different, you know, the knives go in a new slot, the spoons go in a new slot, the pans are in this cabinet, that maybe the kitchen is a hotbed, kitchens yeah. uh, retain heat, but that also invites a hotbed sometimes for emotions. Mm -hmm. So I believe it's important that we change, you know, like the kitchen up. I'm consciously every week I'm changing stuff in my kitchen and yep. it doesn't wow. have to be a big change. It yeah. can be how the cans are arranged or how this is arranged, but you're moving the energy right. in the room, you know, opening up the closets. It's good once a week to leave all your kitchen cabinets open right. Let them breathe for a day. Mm -hmm. Just leave them all open. Let the chi energies flow mm -hmm. through them, you know, and, and we're, you know, send your own light through them. Right. So I always, and if you've got a child, you know, you've got a, a kid that's in turmoil, uh, which is more and more since the pandemic, you know, go into their room with them and find ways that you can do some of that movement. Mm -hmm. If they need all their drawers open and their closets open, maybe they need their own energy moving. Maybe they need to do a sorting project with you. But I think the more we get our space clear, the clearer we become. Well, it's so interesting because I think I told Kathy and Jerry this a while ago, but when I was pet sitting, I had a a client that I didn't she had like a, a small farmhouse um and I, lo I love the house love the cats and and whatnot but this one day I stepped in you come in through the entryway and step into the kitchen and all of a sudden I could I felt like I was breathing more deeply I'm looking around I couldn't quite tell I felt like there was things in the kitchen maybe that had been moved so anyway I did my thing and then I went into the front room the living room which is where the cats would come and visit and they, and it was all different they had taken out furniture. There was new furniture there. They had um, new curtains. Yeah. They had well. I mean, they did this whole thing. I felt it from the from the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so you yeah, know I love interesting that. about when we're talking about space. So I have an office here. It's one of my the bedrooms in my house is my office, and I have a desk here and a desk here and blah blah blah. On the other side of the house, I have a gorgeous sunroom. Um, really mm -hmm. tall windows on three sides. It's off of our bedroom. Um, I've got a comfy sofa on one side or love seat on one side. I've got a moon pod on the other. I don't know if you know a moon pod, but it's like a today's beanbag chair and it's so comfortable. Oh. Moon pod. Um, and um, I, in between, there's like a coffee table and there's like my you know, there's crystals on it and a candle on it and da, da, da. And that is like my total Zen space. I can't do readings in there. Huh. Like I'm not at my best when I'm doing a reading in there, but I'm at my best Relax. when I'm at doing a reading in here. Huh. So I think it's, it's like, to me, it's like, no, that's personal space mm -hmm. or something. Cause you'd think that over there, it's not that I can't, but when I'm over there and I'm, I'm like, God, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable. Because mm -hmm. uh, I've tried it. It's and crossing so a boundary. The I'm like, dee, 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 yeah. back over here to like yeah. do it because you would think. Um, but I guess there's some separation. And, and I, I guess it's a balance thing with me. Well like done that you honor space. that. That's my personal altar space. Yeah. You know? See, I'm the exact opposite. I, I have a, a hard time, but my office is I have big furniture in a small space. I move from a house to a condo and I have the same furniture and I don't need it all. Um, and I have not been able to figure out like, oh, you need to have Melissa. Come. I know just I know. on her free initial consult. Yep. She moved all the furniture around in my room. The dressers, this one's going out here. You can't breathe. I can't. And I was like, why didn't I see it? I know. And always uh -huh. see it for ourselves. Yeah. The way someone else right. can. Right. 
Yeah, and if we're point. living in it, you know, I don't, you know, we're living well, yeah, in it. But Jerry, you honor your boundaries. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I just, I, I, you know, cause when I'm with a client, obviously I want to give my best. I want to give my best that I possibly can. So I'm not giving my best to a client over there, but I am giving my best to me over there. Mm-hmm. But know, understand as reading, a, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The transactional nature of a client relationship, no matter how zen it is, nice it is, deep yeah. it is, there is a transactional component to it. Right. And for you to not want to bring that energy into your calming yeah. space, Jen, Jerry, everybody can take a lesson from that. I, mm-hmm. I guess that's that's what it is. Um, but it's really interesting because I hadn't really, I mean, I thought about it before, but I didn't think about it like, huh. You know, I guess that is a boundary or something. So kind of cool. Yeah, it is. So, you know, we've been talking now for a half an hour about kind of how we've morphed (laughs) or changed or kind of where we're leaning. Um, I know everybody that that listens is really in the same position based on whatever's going on in their life, too. So do we have any tips, do you think, that would be helpful for you know what? I always say the same tip. Hello, kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, I love calicos. Oh, me too. Oh, look at that face. I always say that. I, got, um, I saw the tail. <laughs> one thing that I always say to people when they're starting off doing this stuff is always say whatever information you receive. In yeah. other words, um, I've, I've done it in a quick example, may have talked about this years ago or whatever, but, um, I was reading for somebody, I was reading their cat and their cat was, um, in the process of transi- transitioning. Hi pumpkin. <laughs> what a beauty. Um, the, their cat thing. was in the process of transitioning. So, that, so I, I was just telling them how the cat was feeling and what the cat was showing me. And the cat showed me a, a, a dead mouse. Um, and I was sitting there saying, oh no, I'm not going to say that because that's got to be me because a dead mouse, a cat, that's too obvious or something like that. And so I kind of brushed past it a little bit, but then I went back and I said, no, okay, I'm seeing this dead mouse. And and so I just said, okay, I don't know if this is me like kind of clouding it or getting in the way, like Jerry getting in the way of the information or whatever, but I'm seeing a dead mouse. And they said, no, no, the other cat brought the dying cat, a dead mouse. Aww, so nice. that was, a, yeah. there was like some Aww. kind of validation. Do you know what I mean? But if I hadn't have said that, I would have missed an important piece. So my advice to everybody is whatever you get, say it. If you have to, and I still to this day do this, I'll say, hey, full transparency here. I don't know if this is coming, like, for example, a dog. If somebody says, you know, oh, it gives me the breed of the dog and they're reading a German Shepherd or a German Shorthair Pointer, I know that breed, those breeds really, really well. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm getting something that's really obvious that like a GSP would do or a shepherd would do, I might say, okay, I don't know if this is me, full transparency, but this is what's coming in. Do you know what I mean? So it's like kind of takes, takes me, take, gets me off the hook for, you know, cause I'm, I'm just being honest. It, it could be me, but I'm, I, if it's coming in, I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a, a tip that I would say to everybody, if it's coming in and say it, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Like if you're, I, my cat, tip the cat's be- meowing really loudly. Well, I don't <laughs> want to say that. Well, maybe they have a cat that meows really loudly, you know, say it. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say, Julian? I was going to say, uh, well, I was just going to give another tip, which is really to trust, which piggybacks on yours, Yeah. which is trusting you know, you're saying really trust. I'm a vessel. I'm receiving. I'm going to give you what I'm receiving. I may or may not understand it, but your interpretation, your understanding is what's most important, which was going to piggyback into my next, my tip, which is trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, people, uh, particularly people that have jobs and are trained in their left brain, you know, they feel that they're very much oriented that way. Those are some of the strongest intuitives. Yeah, but that's something about that. Yeah, you know, and you really have to trust that, you know, if I'm and I I taught that to my son, that was a big lesson, you know, when he was going off to college, it's like, you need to trust your intuition. I don't care if everybody's piling into this car, and your gut says this isn't a good decision, you need to trust it. Yes, not about it. And I think an amazing thing for a mother to say to a son or daughter, whatever. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great 
thing to say. Well, you, uh, and then thank you. You um, allow them to honor their own inner yeah. trusting system at a point mm -hmm. in their life where it's all being shut down. Yeah. Right. The educational system is not welcoming right. to our intuition, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, and the more you can take classes or listen to YouTubes or read books in whatever way, nourish yourself that strengthens your ability to trust yourself. That's it. And I want to add one more piggyback on that. Yeah. Um, I think the reason a lot of people don't trust themselves is be, I need to get it right. I need to get it right. I need to get it right. Oh, so I'm, you know, so it's yeah. like, I can't trust that that's right. So I'm not going to say it. So a little tip for me before every reading in my prayer slash intention, I ask a God spirit universe to help me release any attachment to ego or outcome. I do the same. You know what I mean? In other words, just give it to me. That's I'm beautiful. Taking too. away that attachment. So I don't get caught up in, but, but what if I'm right? What if I'm right? What if or I need to be right? I need to be right. Yeah. Well, that speaks to on that point why I think that's so important. Uh, people sometimes find it, uh, particularly new readers, and I know there's an excitement level because you're so excited that you're getting receiving information, but the egoic can want to say sometimes things that need filters. So, and my big deal is don't re-traumatize your client. Mm -hmm. You know, I may see something vividly, which was... Uh, disruptive, disturbing, painful, whatever to a client, it's enough for me to reach over and touch their hand or just say to them, I see that there's been a lot of pain around this in your past. Yeah. But I've worked with readers that will say, oh, I can see boom, 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 boom. And it's like, right. Yeah. Like, don't re-traumatize, like yeah. learn to That's your cute. words are everything. Yeah. Huge. And I believe as a parent, our words are everything. I believe as a reader, our words are everything. As a sibling, a partner. Um, I, I think that it's basically allowing, saying to source, allow the correct words. When we're feeling like we want to be reactive, taking that quick second to say, give me the correct words. Yeah, allow my, show it to me. Allow my words. Me. Give it to me. Be yeah. kinder. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's great. That's a brilliant, brilliant. Kathy, what tip do you have? I'm going to, I'm going to go back. My tip would be something that you touched on earlier in our conversation, which is um, allow, don't try. Like yeah. as soon as you, you know, you get some information and like, oh, let me see if I can get, you know, more about this. And as soon as you start trying your energy shifts, you're in your yeah. left side, you know, you're in the, you know, your, your Absolute intuitive side of your brain stops working and everything goes away. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that trying is related to ego as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got to, I got to try. I got to get this. this. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think before you, you start to do this work, anybody really thinks about the difference between trying and allowing. And mm -hmm. we've been, we've all grown up in a society to try, 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 you know what I mean? Right. So it can be pretty difficult for somebody. I mean, I just sit here. Yeah. Just sit there. You know, like just sit there and let wait. it come. Right. Let it come. Let it come. Perfect tip. Perfect tip. Um, I, I have a, a two tips, but one is for because we've we've been talking now the last few minutes about people that are actually going to do this work, right, or are doing this work. So, you know, in that case, I do I'll piggyback on saying what comes up, and I'll just give a quick example. When I had this class this weekend, um, we were reading uh, a cat. And two of the people, because I had a whole conversation, say what comes through, even if you think it's crazy, it might, you know, same thing, somebody might understand it. So we're reading this cat. And then one person said, you know, gave the information then said, I don't know why, but I'm seeing rabbit ears. I, I, I see a rabbit, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it because you told me to say it and, you know, yeah. whatever. And then the person, like two people down, um, which was one of the deaf students, um, he gives his information on the cat. And then he said, and he's laughing. He said, I see Batman. Um, and he's doing the, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah. his face. And we're all, we're all laughing. I'm not laughing for the same reason because at the end, I say, okay, well, the person, the, the animal that you were reading um, is, uh, has a rabbit in the house. 
Mm. So like the animal was showing her the rabbit. <laughs> it, she wasn't reading the rabbit, but she just threw it out there. And the person who was talking about Batman, it was the cat we were reading's sibling, Littermate. Oh, that's great. Ah, that's great. Um, so when you get those little hits, you know, people are like, oh my God, you know, that, that would have been a crazy thing to say, but it but it um mm-hmm. it feeds her intuition. And but the other thing I had a whole conversation with everybody is we are so used to thinking we get information because we heard it because we read it, because we saw it with our eyes. We're all getting information all the time um, in ways that we think that we're getting it traditionally, let's say. And when you slow down and you start to to really uh, pay attention, you may find, and you likely will find, okay, I didn't, that wasn't something I saw with my eye. I saw it with my mind's eye, or I heard that. I thought it was, you know, uh, like a memory. But no, now I'm getting that same like message or whatever at a different time. Do you know what I mean? So if you're not doing this work, you're not going to do readings. We're all still intuitive beings. Just be Mm -hmm. open to see um, or understand that you're getting information and and it's not traditionally always the case. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's great. How about funny ones? Let's each do one quick funny one. First, I don't, I, I don't, I can't, it's, I haven't had any funny ones lately. Okay. This one I'll start. This one was, and I may have talked about this again. I just, I always talk about this. Haven't talked about (laughs) it in a while because it was just, it was hysterical. So I'm reading for a gentleman who had a Guinea pig and the Guinea pig had passed first time I've read a Guinea pig. I'm not even sure if I've read another one, but anyway, the Guinea pig had passed so we had gone through the whole thing and we had asked, you know, all these questions or whatever. And he said, what he, the, the, the client, the gentleman said, um, could you ask um, him what his favorite thing to do was? And I'm like, okay. So I'm, you know, you're expecting the wheel or, or like, you know, the little thing they go on um, for anybody who, and I'm dating myself here for sure. Um, Toons is the driving cat from yeah. Saturday Night Live. Our favorite. He's cat. showing me Toons is the driving cat. And I'm like, for those of you who don't know this, there was a character, Saturday Night Live, they did a skit and it was called Toons is the driving cat. It was a cat that was driving around and causing mayhem or whatever. And I was like, oh God, oh God, like that, what the hell, you know? And, and this was one of those things, like, I don't want to say this, but I said, I don't know what the heck he's saying but he's showing me Toons as the driving cat. And the client started cracking up and he said, yeah, he'd love that. I would take him in the car and he would sit on my lap and he would put his little paws <laughs> on the steering wheel. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just thought that was the funniest thing. First of all, him taking taking him in the car, but then <laughs> giving it to me as Toons as the driving cat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to showing me a steering wheel or something like that. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Who's next? <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if it's funny, but you made me that brought recall to me of a uh, reading that I did where I saw this vivid vision of um, because it was a mediumship and, and I asked to go back in the memory. And all I saw was from the Wizard of Oz where the four of them are joined and it's follow the yellow brick road. And they're all like the Tin yeah. Man and everybody and their arms are linked and it's kind of follow the yellow brick road. And I'm like, OK, I'm just going to say it. Maybe that maybe they loved watching that. And um, so I said, they're showing me this scene of that. And she's like, she laughed. She's like, that's all I wanted to see. I go, why? And she said, that was the favorite. We would dress up for Halloween. And this was the last Halloween that he saw us. And we were dressed up as the Wizard of Oz. That's so cool. And they even had a little, um, I don't know, one of those little terrier dogs in a basket, apparently. But it was like. Part of Doesn't me, I mean, it make you feel so good? Yeah. When you are able to give somebody something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That goes back to what we said. Always say what you get because it could mean everything to yeah. the client. It could mean everything. That's beautiful. That gave me chills. I love that. And you know, Jerry, I forget sometimes, or I had think I had gotten lazy about it, about thanking spirit. Oh, yes. Because, you know, you get on a roll, you're doing a lot of reading. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Client's happy. I'm focused on the client. You know, great. Thank you. I had, uh, had to, to remind myself recently yeah. to 
to be, you know, show that gratitude, gratitude, the spirit you, you. before clicking off. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. subtle because they can choose to work with us or not. Right. 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 I mean, I've had times where nothing, boom. Yeah. Really? And generally when that happens, it's about me. Yes. It's about, I'm not rested enough. I'm not tuned in enough. My mind was elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I've got a busy day. I'm, you know, and it doesn't happen that often. It's occasionally, but I'm human. Yeah. We're all human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so I usually when that'll happen, I'll reschedule someone. If I don't feel I can be like, I'll be like, you know, all of this is going on around me. Would you mind if we move this till tomorrow? Yeah. But they just will like blank screen. Wow. I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I don't, has anyone had that happen where nothing comes through? I've had it happen, not where nothing comes through, but to the point where it's like, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there. And then I start to panic because it's not coming through. So oh, I have to, okay, you know what? I need to, I need to take a few minutes here. So just hang on. Yeah. And then go like, I've gone into the other room and like, ah, 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 ah. you know <laughs> what I mean? Just to like shake off whatever the heck is coming come back in, regrounded, and then, okay, yeah. you know, but not nothing at all. And I, and I think what it, because I was able to stop the panic because it was panic Yeah. because I didn't, I should, and I should have just done what you said, like, you know what, I, you know, let's reschedule this, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not in the place that I need to be, you know, that was probably the wrong thing for me to do. I probably should have done it your way. We, well, we, I learned we, that over time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and, and, you know, sometimes I've actually canceled the whole afternoon and I'll just send an email out and say, I'm not in the space to be a hundred percent there today. Yeah. I apologize. And I, each week I leave room in my schedule to have one full day that if I ever have to move anything, if anything yeah. happens, and, yeah. but you know, I was nervous before I did that the first time it doesn't happen that often, right. but I've allowed that to myself. I've allowed me to respect my human. But also I've got to imagine for, okay. If I was a client in that, and that I would be like, yeah, yes. I want you to be right. on your best. <laughs> I want you to be top notch, you know? Right. So if you're feeling you aren't, yeah. I don't want to say, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll just give it a try. And if it works, it, it, it you know, I would prefer that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I go off topic for a moment? Sure. For the clock winds down. Sure. I'm, I want a dog and it's been a long time since I, uh, found dogs. Yeah. I'm a real cat person. And my, I used to have three dogs, but it was years ago. I need tips from you all. What's the best way to open myself up to have the right dog come to me? I say just intention. And, and yeah. honestly, I would ask the dogs that have passed for you, you know, oh. it's best for me, help me, um, send those to me, give that, give me that information or even your cats. Cause the cats are going to have to get along with the dog. It's and just then also, oh, sorry, Ginger, also from a law of attraction standpoint, start dreaming it into being just like, I am so excited to get, you know, I don't know which type of dog. I want a big, huge dog. Like I love Kathy's Lamberger. Or I want, I'm so into little chihuahuas or I'm so into little, little dogs, or I want to, I want to rescue a, an old man or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like envisioning what, what, like envision what you would do with the dog. Like, do you want yeah. a dog who's going to lay on your lap every night? Do you want to, you know, and then just kind of see it into being. It's funny. Cause you're all describing uh, what I would say to somebody if they're like, I, my next partner or my yeah. next job yeah. Yeah. Or, or my next move yeah. you yeah. just put it on my next pet yeah but yeah. I also right. love the combination but it's the same. yeah the, yeah the same thing Com the combination of dr of dreaming it into being and and also asking all the other guys hey help me out here right um you know I'm thank you for, for those tips yeah, those that. are great love that ginger do you have a funny one I do. Um, I did a reading and I've done su uh, subsequent readings, but I did a reading for a woman with two cats and it wasn't because she had any issue or anything. It was like, Oh, I I'd love to know what my cats are saying. So the energy was a little bit higher than some of the people that come in. And so I connect with the first cat that she gave me and I'm cracking up because he's showing me literally like a catwalk, like a, like a model and he's <laughs> posing and I can hear like the camera click, which you don't even hear today, but I can hear the yeah, camera yeah. click. 
And so I tell her and she cracks up. I shouldn't say why, but she said, I totally get it. Totally understand. Um, and, and he was just like kind of fussy. He's showing me himself like in a smoking jacket. I mean, he just had this whole vibe about him. And then I connect with the brother who they were literally litter mates. And he's like, like he's rolling his eyes at him and you can tell he's, he's like the opposite and whatever. So, um, we're laughing through the whole thing. Well, at the end, she said to me, they were two, I believe the Himalayans, um, that she got from a breeder. And so the first one that she took, she was only going to have one initially, was show quality. Uh, and that's what he was showing uh, me. <laughs> People take pictures of me. I'm like, beautiful. And I said to her, and then and the second one wasn't. She went back for him because she really felt like the first one missed having yeah. a sibling and, and whatnot. But um, when I said the second one wasn't like that, um, she said no. And I said, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm seeing both of them. Um, and they look the same to me. And she said they are like, yeah. you wouldn't be able to tell whatever the things are for a show for a dog or cat. I, I wouldn't know, but to look at them, they look the same, but one was like all boy. And the other one was like, you know, I mean, it was just, it was really funny how they came. I love the smoking jacket. That's yeah. You know, it's so, it's so funny now that you share that story. I am going to quickly, cause I know we're, we're running out of time here, but I am going to quickly share a reading I did probably seven years ago, like when I very first started and it was a woman in Rhode Island and she wanted me to come to her. She was very adamant about me coming to her home to do the reading. And she had two golden retrievers and one was a perfect angel and the other drove her crazy and acted obnoxiously and blah, blah, blah. And um, like the one that was her baby just couldn't do anything wrong. And the other one was just, she had all kinds of issues with and I showed up and they were both so obnoxious when I walked in and she finally got them to calm down somewhat, but she's still talking about the one who's an angel and the other who's what, you know, just obnoxious and unruly. And I said, here's the thing. I don't see any difference in these two dogs. Right. <laughs> like, right? And it was, it was really before my reading started, but it was just yeah. so funny that it's like, they're, ex they're exactly the same. Right. It, it it turned out to be, you know, so much about her and whatever, but yep. it's the same kind of thing. Like one's show quality and one's not show quality, but they look exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's great. That is cool. Oh, this has been great. A lot of fun. Always fun. Always great, Julian, when you come on and, and Julian will we'll be back with, with us again because uh, we'll be begging her to come back again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I love being with you. Talk about whatever. We love Talk about whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're thrilled that you could uh, join us. And I hope everybody enjoys today uh, today's episode uh, the same way that we do. So um, until next time, be well and be kind. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.